Ross Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Guten Tag. Periana. Phone them. Y'all, we a, we a day late. Right. I was, I was going to say, we should name this episode Classically Black After Dark. Because Katie's power was out for like two days. So it was four days. So. Four? Girl. That, oh, come on. Girl, I was ready to start a riot. I was like, <laughs> I got to get out the South. Because, and that's no shade to people in the South. I'm just like not used to it. I'm used to, I would, you you would never be in Chicago with four days, no power. Yeah. Because Chicago just can withstand, it was like a, it was an ice storm. I'm thinking like, period. Like, I don't got to go. Um, we the fellows go to this school on Thursdays to like help out or whatever as part of our little, little contract or whatever. I'm like, I ain't got to do that. I could be in here. I'm finna get so much work done. I'm finna practice. Girl, my last went out at ten thirty on Thursday, and then I come back until three thirty on Sunday. Wow. I was. Have you ever slept in a coat before? The first oh. night, I w- it wasn't even that bad because I was like, okay, two to three degrees in here. It's not ideal. But like, okay, I'm cool. Second night, I can see my breath when I when I breathed out. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a shower, and then because for whatever reason I had hot water, I don't know. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna use the steam to heat up this whole room. That lasted five seconds. The steam was like, girl, it's forty degrees in here. Night three, I had three sweatshirts on, three leggings, two pairs of socks, and a coat. And mind you, I, it wasn't even my real coat because my real coat is dirty. It goes outside, so I have. A cute little half. <laughs> I have this cute little crop coat that I never wore because I wasn't in the mood when I brought it home. Um, I had this cute little crop coat. So I have like three sweatshirts on and a coat that covers my titties. And I was in the bed with four, <laughs> with four blankets on. I've never, and it's like, okay. And I was offered a place warm to go, but it's like, I'm so freaking stubborn. I just rather be in my house that it's like, and every morning I would get up and go in my car and charge my phone and put my viola in there and hope that my seams didn't open. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, that would have been bad. Because is it dry in Memphis? It's dry right now, but I think it's only because it's winter. Uh, yeah, like, because that's what makes it, that's what makes everybody's instruments go crazy in Rochester because it's cold and dry. That affects my instrument badly because I was afraid when I went to North Carolina, it was humid and very, very hot, like in the 90s and stuff. Instrument didn't budge at all. And it was outside. It had to be outside a lot because the place where we had orchestra was mad far from the place where we kept our bases. So, like, that didn't affect it but cold and dry girl seems popping open every which way like everybody's seems was open like whatever so i'm glad sis made it because i know you said your viola don't do that so maybe it's it's fine in cold and dry cold and dry if i feel the only thing that gives me hope my viola was made in cold and dry so that that's like and I had no problems in Rochester. I mean, I ain't going to say too much about sis because she might hear this conversation and pop open, which will be annoying as hell because then I got to go to Nashville to fix it. It's a lot. Um, but what I was I was worried about my viola when it was hot and dry, like when I went to, mm. and no problem. But my viola has been showing her ass because it sounds like a tin can because it's not, my. it's used to being cold, but it's been conditioned to Memphis weather and it's been abnormally cold in memphis like normally around this time it's like 50 degrees you know what i'm saying 
it's been in the 20s it's been in, it's been in the 20s and people are like if it this is why people need to lean in more at, in school and you need to like really just like listen to what your teacher's saying because there's too many idiots walking around here being like if it's global warming why is it so why is it so cold i'm like global warming don't mean in a microwave girl it means that it's 19 degrees in memphis that's what it means so my my viola sounds like a tin can right now um so that's that's good but don't worry the intonation uh covers it up okay so okay you living like that should be a a video i lived like mozart for a weekend (laughs) text delaney oh no but you said your water was working so never mind yeah and i still showered yeah so so never mind not completely I was like, girl, it's 1854 in here. Okay, time and, you know, travel. I, you know, I'm not proud of this, but first of all, I'm not even prepared for inclement weather. I've never had to deal with it, ever, right? Like, I think one time my power was out for two hours, and I'll tell you, the city of Evanston was ready to riot. They were like, what is going on? Um, So, I don't even have emergency candles. Shout out to Jackie Ina and Forever Mood, who kept my house lit. Um, It smelled nice. But it's also annoying when you're using it for light. I don't want to smell. Um, I don't want to smell that. Uh, and also, I kept this. Th- my landlord gave me this huge candle, like when I moved in two years ago, and I kept it burning straight through the night, like three nights in a row. Are you supposed to do that? Absolutely not. Oh, girl, but I was scared. Listen, the Lord has been kind. I know. I know. You're not supposed to. I know. I know. But think about it. Think about it. Right. I live alone. I'm not in an apartment. I feel like I've never t- said that before because why would I? I'm not in an apartment. I'm like in a little mini house because basically like if you were to picture your house with a garage, where a garage would be is where my apartment is. Like they turned that into like a guest house. So that's what I rent. So I'm in this little mini house alone. The whole street is dark. I'm like, what did they start looting in here? Who's going to stop them? I feel like, like if, they, if people started loading, they probably would start with stores, though. That's true. I just, like, my mind is irrational. They're not going to be like, who, who who in that back house? They might got a Rolex in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, they're going to be really disappointed when there ain't nothing in here to loot. But I'm just saying, like, when people start breaking in because it's like, who going to stop you? Ain't no ADT working. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my first thought. I mean, I know that's not a normal first thought, but that's that was mine. So I was in here. I was scared. And the, it, it was dark. The whole... I can see the stars. That's how you know it's dark. It'll be like, well, she she stopped the the burglar, but the bad news is she perished in the fire with him. (laughs) I was like, Kalina was like, you have to stop doing that. Girl, I'm like, I know. One day I'm going to wake up outside. (laughs) You know what? We'll have to live in that all-time low because I can't even take... When I tell you my entire apartment building evacuated because the alarm, the smoke alarm went off, I was making dinner, so I was like... Well, Listen. I said, if, if my door handle gets hot, then <laughs> I have I have two balconies. So I and I'm only on the third floor. So like I could make it down there if I needed to jump off the balcony. I could. So that's what I was you like, break I'm, your legs. What do you think? What would you say? You'll break your legs, though. Third floor. I'm not that far. And it's in the in the the first floor. It's kind of like below slightly below street level. So it kind of is like I'm on the second second floor. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I, it's really not that far. I mean, it is, you know. But also, like, there's a tree right here. You know, I'll figure it out. 
you could probably jump to the balcony below and then yeah like and i mean broken legs or dead so well well so because everybody for me i kept picking my head and at first i was like is this me because i'm like there's no smoke like because i was cooking so i was like oh my gosh Mm. this is me but i'm like no there's no smoke and whatever like so it's fine so i'm gonna just eat my food and i was like (laughs) and i was like if smoke starts billowing under my door then i know that it's real (laughs) i'll tell you the um we were at rehearsal one day and the fire the, the fire alarm did not go off the lights started flashing and I, every musician that just looked around and i was like i know we ain't got a pack up right now and then so bob was like can you go check to see if we have to leave and they kept playing while they went to go check to see if we had to leave i was like oh okay okay but you know that's how i found out one of my one of the people i follow on twitter we live in the same building because she was like, oh, my my alarm went off while the kids were in the bathtub. And I checked and said she lived in Seattle. And I was like, wait, my, what are, we might live in the same building. And we do. And um, what was I going to say? That reminds me of when a fire alarm went off during Phil at, um, during Phil Harmonia at Eastman. And everybody took the instruments and stuff for us. <laughs> Okay, it was like they was kind of looking at us because i mean like veron did not want to leave the rehearsal because i think everybody was like girl this is a drill and like mm-hmm. but also like we didn't know for sure it was a drill but like i feel like all of the bass players we kind of looked at each other like okay who's gonna be the first to walk away because <laughs> everybody else y'all. took their instruments I'm also, like, it's, a, it's a fire drill the elevators ain't working so now you gotta lug that thing back up by the time and then we got we're gonna be sitting outside for lord knows how long by the time i pack this up if it, this is a fire now the smoke done got through the door now i'm just what i'm gonna die with this base like i might as well get myself out so musicians are hilarious because one thing about us we gonna pack up like i'm not leaving this here for several reasons drill or not if, it, if it's not a drill definitely not what am i gonna make it burn up and if it is a drill you don't know who gonna be walking around here now i'm gonna come back up here my stuff not here you should just always have your instrument and that that jump was like a toddler. First of all, I had it in here wrapped up in a comforter. Jump was uh warmer than me. Cause I'm like, I can't just have you it's basically like having it outside. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It was rough. I was like, why am I always going through something in Memphis? Last year we ain't had no water. It was just like it's an adjustment. And uh it was really nice. The the um ceo email the fellows were like just making sure you guys are okay you guys are true memphians now i'm like that's that's not the time yeah, <laughs> girl <not>. what oh <laughs> uh, but um not it was cool. I, hung out. I just hung out <laughs> i hung out in the in the mso office all day um which was a little uh it was a little terrifying because i thought i was there alone like me and kalina we thought we were gonna be there alone but they were doing COVID testing so now all the wind players are my excerpts. So I'm like, I ain't really signed up for this. Like, the old always walked by. She was like, because I, I practice with a drone, but like all of them, like, I'm drawing the A. It's going to be A2, A3, A4. She's like, I love the bagpipes. I'm like, girl, you making me nervous. I'm just trying to be here. <laughs> um, but that's what, that's what, that's a good thing. The personnel left for Symphony are super nice. So it was really no problem, except for the fact that like my apartment was cold. I'd never want to go through that again. 
I know I'm being a brat, and I know these are like I'm very fortunate. I had a car that I could hang out in. I understand that there's yeah. nuance, but it was still annoying. Like so I'm I was still a person. I don't know what I would do if my stuff went out. It's funny because I got a in our white elephant for Christmas. I got a portable charger, so I would need a that just reminded me. I let me make sure that that's charged so that I'm not out here at least for another couple of hours. Something yeah, like I was, that just happened. I realized how grossly unprepared I was. I don't have emergency candles. Like I said, shout out to Forever Mood. I don't have a power bank. Um, I heard that you should have like a, a uh, alcohol stove. Because, like, of course, like, my Jamaican behind, the first thing I wanted was a cup of tea when it got too cold. Couldn't do that. And I tried making, like, a little makeshift stove. I almost burned my house down because... <laughs> I got some cans right, and I propped I propped up my pot on some cans. Okay, in theory, this is a good idea. Come on, it already sounds like a bad idea. It's not, this is such. I was like my literally when I was doing, I'm like my mind, and I put one of Jackie's candles underneath my oh pot because I was, girl. When I tell you my pot, I was like, you know what? Let me not ruin my little pot. But it was almost a good idea. Uh, I was like my hmm. mind. It's a stove. The candle was only what made me nervous. Is the candle is obviously was only heating like one spot, and I was like, I, I do not want to put. A, I've had these pots, these stainless steel pots, since I was in college. I do not want to ruin them. Oh my god! Wow, I'm a musician, I, not a scientist or a logical thinker, because you know I burned <laughs> a candle. Listen, I have a candle but no lighter, so basically I have nothing. Um, but anyway. That's been the recap of the week and why the episode is late. If y'all even noticed that it was late, because, like. Right. Because ain't nobody asked us for it, so. Ain't nobody. Right. Like, the read, they show up at their apartment. Like, where's it at? <laughs> um, but, yeah, news this week. Keeping it short and sweet so that we can get out of here. Um, the Heartbeat Opera is going on their first ever tour um, this month. They're going to be doing Fidelio um, using music from Beethoven's 1814 opera, Fidelio. Hmm? Well, this is like, it's kind of a little different. They're doing it, but with the story uh, reimagined to bring the back, the Black Lives Matter movement and pr- the prison system uh, to light. So they're featuring ah. a, a chorus of over 100 incarcerated singers and 70 uh, volunteers from six prison choirs across the Midwest. Um, and the dates for this tour are going to be, okay, so this one's a couple of days. So New York, uh, New York, they're going to be in you on the 10th, 12th, and the 13th davis california which is like a little like kind of like middle of california um on the 19th of february scottsdale arizona on the 22nd and in santa monica california on the 26th and the 27th so if you would like to see um beethoven's fidelio reimagined um and featuring some music programs from uh from uh, prisons across the midwest and incarcerated singers and volunteers then you should check that out and i will put all the information in the description i love that yeah me too i just i just followed this there's another i was looking for because i did kind of like an essay on like captivity in in general in music like mm-hmm. um and so that included both like that 
included prison, but also included like, um, like people who had to take shelter for war, like just basically music that was written during times of that, um, times like that. And I had been looking for like prison music programs and I had known of like at least one program that goes into prisons, but like, I would really like to know like more programs that have like like they have a program in the prison you know not just like mm-hmm. oh we went to this prison one time um when yeah. i just i just found one um and i gotta look into it i just followed them on instagram and uh look more into to what they do oops um but yeah i love that period okay so if you are on social media or maybe if you read the new york times i'm not sure um then you would have seen like people posting these squares like they are um rows of five and then how sorry yeah rows of five and then if you they're different colors like you might see like a white square and hopefully you see five green squares (laughs) and this game is called wordle um and it was created by josh wardle and he did it um as a game for his wife who likes word games and literally I played every day and I love that everyone and it's so funny because joy like maybe a week or two ago was so adamantly against wordle mm-hmm. and I remember when I shared my first wordle on twitter they were like not you too and I was swiftly replying because I was like no not a hater and, and when they posted their first wordle I was like well 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 <laughs> And it's like, I feel like, like a lot of things on the internet, it's like, it's one of those things where like peer pressure wins. It's like Good. people keep talking about it. Like that's, that was like kind of me with, um, I forgot what TV show. Cause like people know I don't really watch a lot of TV, but, um, people keep talking about something. I don't think euphoria is going to curl over for me. I, I basically have every euphoria word muted. Um, Aww because it doesn't look like it's for me like and sometimes i'm wrong like i knew for example i knew i was gonna watch insecure everyone's talking about insecure i knew i was gonna watch it i just had to make time for it um i knew i was gonna watch the crown but it just doesn't look like my gig um we'll see uh the crown didn't look like mine and i don't know how i stumbled across it the crown didn't you didn't look like mine you people were talking about you yeah and and euphoria euphoria I watched Euphoria on a whim and it is very rare for me to start like new things. Mm-hmm. It is really, it's screeching to a halt for me. I don't even know if I can finish this season. It's, it's hard to watch. Mm. It's difficult yeah, to watch. I, I don't like, sometimes I, I keep up with mine. Like the crown, I'm surprised. I, okay. Cause I, there's even this show on Hulu called, um, something like the queen. I don't know. Some, some, dramedy um about queen elizabeth in russia or something like that i don't i don't know and i watched it while i was doing my hair and it's like so like historical shows like aren't as long as it's not black trauma i probably will watch it like um so when i watched the crown i was just surprised i liked it so much um i, I was surprised i got so invested in it um <clears throat> but sometimes i could just tell like even you you wasn't really my gig i watched it and then i didn't finish watching it because this is like not my thing so when i see euphoria and it's like the excessive drug usage and just yeah. 
that's really the hardest part it's really difficult to watch and it's getting to the point where i'm like i don't really know if i can finish this season and i and you know i like to know like so some of the plot leaked of euphoria so i know and oh, so far oh yeah i forgot you don't know because i've been tweeting about it but you haven't muted so um every word every character i know the characters so but they're every but, variation but the the tweets are funny the tweets are funny. You don't have to watch the show, but the tweets are funny. But also, some stuff you're not going to understand if you don't watch the show. But, um, yeah, some the plot leaked. So, I read all the leaks because I love spoilers. I want to know what's going to happen so that, you know, whatever. You can brace yourself, yeah. Exactly. And so, I know, do I need to stop watching now or, like, what? <laughs> and there's nothing scary about euphoria except for this past episode there was a scene that i was like i did have to use the progress bar to see what was gonna happen because yeah, you know whatever but that other than that there's really never been anything i would describe as scary there are a lot of things that are sad in euphoria that i'm just like and that are like anxiety inducing like i just don't know that it that it's gonna crawl all the way over for me to finish this season um or to do the ne- the next season is probably where I'm really gonna have to just I'm probably gonna have to leave that alone just because it's just getting a little bit too much and watching addiction it's just it's very hard it's very difficult um but what was I I forgot what I was gonna say but yeah girl um. oh I was gonna say you should watch I know you don't do shows like that but i started watching succession which i didn't think i was didn't really seem like my bag either but succession is very good and the music on succession is very good what is that about what's the premise you know it's funny because i was talking to a friend who i asked did he watch the crown and he was like oh uh, just like an old white family like that don't really seem like nothing i watch and then go cut on succession it's basically about a guy like there's a guy he's a like a media mogul like a billionaire and he is like it starts off on like his 80th birthday and he has kids and the whole show is basically about who is going to succeed him i know you're talking about it's very like it's very good and the the music is great it's like classical like there's a score for it the Mm. the low strings they snapped they really they snapped um but yeah it's a good show and it's just like about their family and like they're they're crazy rich like cra- like billions and billions of dollars like one of the sons was like if i could just get like a cool 100 mil and the dad was like fine and i was like oh my gosh why but did, yeah why didn't the lord want that for me like <laughs> i'm trying to figure out like you have all these options and lord like, i've seen what you've done for others <laughs> I'm not even. I don't even be asking for a lot. I just want like a hundred thousand dollars to appear on my doorstep tomorrow. Like, it's like it's like it's not a lot. Like, it's really reasonable, actually. <laughs> like, yeah, there's um, three seasons, so it's not like you don't have to like wait every, you know, whatever, so you can like watch the whole thing. But yeah, it's good. Every time I get obsessed with a show, it's always like fun. So I don't know why I don't do it more often. I do. You know what? I do know because I'm. I have so many YouTubers that I watch that be putting out feature film length vlogs that like what i'm telling you on a sunday when Aaliyah's face drops an hour and a half vlog i'm i'm settled in and if you don't like vlogs you'd be like what the heck but it's just like or arnell's vlogs have been that long the reason why they're making them longer is because the out the longer your video the higher your analytics the higher your analytics and we get paid um the girls have figured that out longer videos are always better yeah um but I enjoy it. So Arnell's editing last week. I was like, "Girl, I'm dragging it." 
But I love right now like a personality, so um I watched all of it. I did. Um mm. and I also like I also like YouTube because it's it's more like mindless watching like if you're doing a haul or if you're like making dinner, I'm on Twitter, I'm not missing anything. Like you know how many times I in Instagram I have to go back and rewind mm-hmm. miss something because That's why I rewatch stuff so much. Yeah, you can't multitask. You yeah. it, um, especially shows that have like a very detail oriented. What was I watching? I was watching something. I was like, I'm missing details. Um, yeah, that's what I noticed on like the third or fourth rewatch of Succession because like I and also <laughs> that's why I don't re- I don't like I rarely watch new things because I like. I just like you know, there's not like a word for that or like it's like a thing that people do like when you watch stuff that's just in your comfort zone because you know like re like watching something new is just a whole thing for me like mm-hmm. it just, it's very rare that I do but I've noticed things because I'm like oh yeah they design tv shows for it to be interesting the entire time so when you look away you miss things like yeah <laughs> Like, I'm like, oh, they didn't build in pockets of, like, nothing for me to be on Twitter while I'm watching this. Like, something yeah. actually happened. But if I rewatch it six times, then I eventually catch everything. So. I didn't even realize. And I thought my, it's not really a detail oriented. I realized I really wasn't. I kind of knew this by myself that I wasn't detail oriented until I watched Issa's masterclass about the pilot of Insecure. Mm. And I'm like, the amount of stuff that I missed, like the little subtle things that she put just to, cause she has this whole thing about you show, you don't tell, mm. um, in a pilot especially. And I'm just like, girl, when did all that happen? And I gotta go back and watch, like. Hey, you doing um, all that, ain't nobody catch you. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like, I don't know. YouTube is YouTube has conditioned me in a lot of ways, like how I don't like suspense and of any type of any form. Yeah. Because everything I watch is in real time. I don't even watch web series. I just watch girls going to Cabo and come shopping with me. <laughs> and, like, just wreck people living their regular everyday lives. That is, like, my normal programming. I think the most excitement I get is I watch these travel YouTubers. They went skiing. They, they yesterday. Um, that was exciting. Like, I'm like, wow. Y'all are going down an ice mountain on skis. Riveting. Um. You said what? I said riveting. <laughs> I feel like people are listening to me talk about vlogs and be like, girl, that sounds so boring. You are boring. I'm like, I don't know. It's like a, I like vlogs. A lot of people like vlogs. I mean, actually. yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. You can ask me in the 500,000 likes on every one of Aaliyah's, yeah. 500,000 views on her vlogs. Me and 500,000 other people found this interesting. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people watch them. Not really my thing if i like somebody enough i might tune into a vlog but i probably won't watch the whole thing or like whatever or it just really depends but um also i don't watch a ton of like youtubers and Mm. as i said here before i only watch one youtuber consistently and every video that they put out and everyone else is just kind of like i might dip in or i might go through a phase where i'm watching a lot of your stuff but um it's funny I was just talking to somebody about doing like audio stuff and they were saying how you have to be so straight to the point and not have any tangents and da 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 and I was just smiling and nodding because I was like girl that's not how we do things over here because we got off a of wordle like 15 minutes ago <laughs> 15 and especially like if I'm getting cues from you that we can keep going I'm gonna keep going <laughs> like um yeah I don't know I feel like I, tangents are my favorite part, to be honest, because I feel like tangents. And maybe people think like, "Girl, what's the wordle? What is it?" 
Um, but when I consume content, I like the tangents. Like that's why I love like a chit chat. Get ready with me because it's like yeah, I can see you blend the foundation or whatever. But like I want to know more about your personal life. I want to know more. Not even like like your the intimate details of your life, but just like what stores you like to go to. Like what do you and your friends do? Like I I just like. I like tangents in my in when I consume content because you get to know a creator um, in a different light when they're doing stuff that's out when they're talking about stuff that's outside of what you come here for. Like you go to Aaliyah for fashion and you go to her for makeup, but I like her vlogs because like I learned a lot about Aaliyah. Like wow, she's actually a really genuine person. Like she doesn't you wouldn't really ex- expect in the, in the way we are in society you wouldn't expect someone like her to have depth. That's that sounds really bad, but it's mm-hmm. true. But I don't um, stereotypically stereotypically yeah, yeah you wouldn't really expect it and it's just like it's amazing because like she's just such you could tell she's a really kind person she has a really good heart she's really smart like um and that's stuff you find out about her through her vlogs not something you really would find out when you watch one of her makeup tutorials or watching her put a wig on um so yeah and people be like, going a long time like going a long way with those stereotypes because there's a fashion blogger that I that I follow just like fashion beauty and lifestyle and travel and stuff and you know people had their doubts about her and everything and she was a doctor before this <laughs> mm-hmm. and she was like I and it wasn't serving her so she decided to be a um do be a youtuber and a blogger full-time and it's making more money than she did as a doctor um she, yeah she like went to Columbia Medical School and all this Jesus. stuff and like she was really out here but anyway yeah i mean that's what makes it that's what makes people feel like they are in our conversations like Mm -hmm. they hanging out with us because this is literally what hanging out with us is but uh, tangent after tangent light years away from the point but i feel like that's also what makes people feel like like i mean we are a classical music podcast we are but like when like for example they put together like those lists of class classical music podcasts and stuff like you're not gonna come here and get it and you know now we're narrating this thing about basic like it's not mm. but also there's people there are people that do that so it's yeah like you can go you can go seek them out and i think what i like about classically black without sounding like without giving us a pat in the back is that like we blur the lines because there's already people doing that so i love when we like my favorite episode one of my favorite episodes today is the hotels episode. Like we really like took that apart and like analyzed it the same way we would analyze the classical music and just like talking about it like that girl go to NPR. They got plenty of stuff <laughs> where you can you know listen to an in depth an- analysis of um, every Shouse tone poem that he's ever written. Like you can go do that. There's content for that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> wordle um how it works is it's free and there's a new word every day every word has five letters so you just start by just guessing any word my best day was when i guessed viola shout out to my girl that's my girl um so you guess and then the letters will either turn one of three colors if it turns black or gray it means that that word that letter is not in the word um, if it turns yellow, that means that you guessed a correct letter, but it's in the wrong space. And if it turns green, it's the correct letter and it's in the right space. And you have six tries um, to do it. So I see Delaney be playing it. I play it. Um, <clears throat> so 
did I get it? I did not get mine today. I also didn't post it because why would I post? Um, why would I want my enemies to see me stumble? But um, <laughs> just kidding, kind of. But um, because there was a, there was a double letter, and I the way I feel like there's a little bit of limitations to it. The way that today's word worked out, I was just like, girl. Anyway, so I asked Elaine to come up with a word. I have a word, and we're going to play a game of Wordle, and you can play along with us. Um, it's going to be hard because they're not going to be turning colors, but um, I have a pen here, so I can give it a good go. You want to go first? Let me to go first. Go first as in guess first? Yeah. <laughs> let me get it over with. I'm a lit- I'm afraid, because what helps me a lot with Wordle is having... Oh, no, I have my, my computer's right here. Never mind. It's visualizing the keyboard. Yeah, and also but also it blacks out the keys. Yeah, it'll, like, if if the letter is yellow or whatever like the, the ch- keyboard will change colors so my computer's not going to do that but at least i have the letters in front of me because you be forgetting about letters you'd be like oh hey p yeah you really like, gotta go down there and look and be like oh yeah that's a word yeah uh, okay wait you guessing first or i'm guessing first i'm guessing first i want to get it over with because i thought i'm gonna embarrass myself oh no you're not let me let me pick one which one I want to do because I have like five here because I'm trying to figure out like okay one, one of the ones I guessed first was flute and I'm like but if because it, ha- it has to be classical music related so that's so delaney um but I'm like yes. if you if it's f if f is one of the letters you're gonna get it right away so I'm gonna do something more abstract okay I got my word go for abstract it. not abstract but like something with more common letters I don't know <laughs> All right. Um, my first guess is cello. Okay, so E is correct. This is in the wrong spot. This is gonna be hard. That's yeah, it. Hard. I just, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Well, let me set mine up. Let me set my little dashes up while you guess. What e is correct and it's in the wrong spot? Wait, okay, so okay, so there's an e. Okay. Oh, oh but then and no other letters are correct. Oh, dang, cause that mm-hmm. that gets off of my my next guess. My next guess is gone. Okay, wait. Okay, let me see. Okay, so a strategy that some people do is that even if they get a letter wrong, they'll still repeat it to get other letters if they can. I tried that today. That I might do that again. Okay, well, I'm going to do it right now. My next one, my next guess is opera. A is correct, but it's in the wrong spot. That's it? Oh, See, this is hard. See, he is also <laughs> correct, but it's in the wrong spot. Okay. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me. I have to put so that I know where I put the other letters. I just realized that people can't play along because you get the you the one guessing. I just realized that um, I didn't map where I put stuff, so. Like I didn't put okay, so 
wrong. That one's in the right spot. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay. So P, you said P is in the wrong spot too? Opera. Yeah. Okay. I feel like people are already going to know what it is, but. And then A is in the wrong spot. What is this? KT? Okay. <laughs> Hold on. You want to use two guesses? What is this? It's so hard without the visual. It is hard. It's hard for me to even give it to you. You see how you were like, that's it? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really hard without the visual. Okay. Because then you'll be forgetting it's like words in general. You'll be forgetting words exist. It's classical music related. What is... Can't be that. Oh, and it can't be that. Katie. <laughs> this is only my third guess. Nah. This is this is Nah, this ain't right. Me this morning, I was just typing random words. And the problem with word oh, it has to be a weird a real word. Sometimes I just want to get it over with. Yeah. I was doing all type of stuff this morning. Shider. Meanwhile, I was elder. <laughs> okay, is it really classical music related? Is it like really, really, really classical music related? Can you ask Word all these questions or do you... Okay, but this is you got Wordle premium premium. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this is this is this is Wordle. Oh my goodness! I should go really get my book. It's 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 a concept. It's more of a concept, but it is widely used in classical music. Concept. That will be. I'll be nice. That's not nice. Wait, that is very everything, nice. Everything is a concept. Girl, a flute is not a concept. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, yes. So Adam that next time I see him. True. Okay, fine. Uh, okay. So it's not okay. But what kind of oh my goodness. I wonder if people have already gotten it right now. A concept? I don't even be all I don't even I don't even be doing classical music like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but maybe, okay, but you talk you talk about it. And I feel like this is one way you would describe this it. This is so hard without the, I should have drawn out the entire alphabet before we did this. <laughs> nah, I'm low-key about to do that right now. Like, low-key, I'm about to... This should be like an ISBN thing. It's be fun. This is not gonna help. This is hard. Um, 
What the heck? I, I can't even think about a single word that got a P in it. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> like that's how that's how this stuff be beginning you. Like it'd be stuff that you know, but when you're looking for it, you don't know that you know it. Like yeah. you don't remember that you know it. Like a concept. A concept. What the heck? How everything in the wrong space? That don't make no sense. Okay, you said you said cello. Okay, so E was correct, wrong space. Then you said opera. Boom. So E was also in the wrong space in opera too? Yes. <sighs> okay, but that narrows it down. So I know E it gotta be one of these. But that don't really help, <laughs> to be honest. Groot's guessing another guessing another uh another thing. I'm trying to think of something else. <laughs> or I could just do a a regular word, I suppose. Not a regular word, but like a word that doesn't use my three letters. Yes, yeah, I suppose. Doing. But I gotta make sure it's one that's gonna give me enough. Oh, but that was not gonna give me enough information. Okay, I'm gonna guess flute. Okay, E's in the right spot and flute. That's it. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> um. <laughs> that helps a lot. Because then you know it's like a classical music concept. See, I should have been nice and picked the one above this one that I did. But I was like, Delaney too good with words. I got to make sure I come with my game. Uh, but that doesn't give me enough information. Because the other words I'm thinking of, like, so, like, too many of them have been eliminated by now. That is like... At this point, Dang. I would just guess a regular word and see what that gets. You. I didn't know I could do that. I mean, it doesn't. The, the means don't. The means don't matter. The end is is in classical music. Oh, the means don't matter, girl. That changes everything. Yeah, the means don't matter. Um, I mean, it will help because you know it's gonna be classical music, but the means don't matter. Okay. I'm over here smiling. No, and I gotta go next. Let me shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that like I was gonna come up with something quick. Uh, okay. I'm just trying not to. Okay, my next guess. It's irate. 
How you spell irate? <laughs> I-R-A-T-E. Okay, that's what I have, but I was like, that don't look right. A's in the right spot. And E's in the right spot. And the other letters don't exist? Mm-mm. Oh, I know R doesn't. No T. And no I. Okay. This should give me something, but unfortunately it gives me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard. Okay, where did I put it? Oh, that one is. Okay, my next guess. This is my fourth guess. Yeah, my fourth guess is maple. Wait, no, this, this is your fifth guess. No, it's not. You did. You did cello, opera, flute. Oh yeah, yeah. And I rate. You said maple. Okay, this is my fifth grade. My fifth. Yeah. Maple. Maple. Okay, nothing from that. Nothing. Mm-mm. Okay, well, at least I know where P is not. M A P. Okay. This is embarrassing. No, it's not. It's hard. Is my last Wordle, guess. Wordle is easier because it could be any. It could, Wordle is easier because it could be any word, and this one is within the parameters of classical music. Wordle is easier. Yeah, it's easier to look at. Okay, I'll be nice. P is not the first letter. Oh. <laughs> you saved my booty because I was a just about to guess a word where P was the first letter. What word would that be? Pause. In classical music. Oh, it, but it wasn't. Remember, you said the means don't matter. I was going to guess yeah, pause. We have the ends now. Okay. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know what, where your head is at, grandpa's. It could have been that. It could have been pause from the. I don't know. Oh, pause. Okay. P is not the first letter. But pause wouldn't have helped you either because you know the A is the is the third letter. No, it's not. Oh, oops. Yeah, it is. It has to be. Because you guessed I rate and I told you the A and E was in the right spot. I wrote it in the wrong spot. <laughs> Girl, you on your own enemy of progress. You are your own enemy of progress. You at this point, uh, at this point, you should have A P E with two blanks. Oh, you just told me where the P was at. I been told you that. No, you told me it wasn't. You wasn't at the the beginning. You didn't tell me where it was. What was? Where else would it have been? There's five. It could have been the second letter. No, but I told you. I already told you the A and oh, it could have been the second letter. Yeah. Okay. Why should we still get it wrong? Cause that's what is this? No, you knew it wasn't the second letter from from opera. Oh, I did. Oh, I guess I did know that. But it's hard. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's hard to, when you don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm so I'm glad I went first because. <laughs> what is this? Think think concepts. 
that don't help me at all what think like think of like a direction you might get from a teacher Is this a long it's A? <laughs> God dang near gave you the word. Oh my God. This is why I'm scared now. When I when I conceptualized this, I thought it was gonna be quick, quick, quick. I don't even want to do this episode no more. <laughs> the whole episode, girl. You sound like me with a hell start exercise. It is so low stakes. I mean, yeah, it's not because I'm like, oh, I want to get it wrong. But this is just making my brain hurt trying to flip. Like, I'm telling yeah. you, I literally wrote out the alphabet. I'm trying to visualize it, but I can't. <laughs> this is my last guess, huh? <laughs> oh, is it? Is it, sh- is it shape? It is shape. Katie, that's not fair. That is, How is that not fair? That is barely a classic. Like, I, it is, but that is not what you what comes to mind when you think of... Cl- the shape of a phrase? I mean, yeah, like, it is, but, like... And that's why I ask you... tell me that all the time. Like, the bottom Like, it out, is, but that's just not out. what I think about when I feel... Like, and that's why I ask you, is it, like, a classical music or is it, like, another... Like, is it a word? Because, like, there are some things that, like, for example... Like flute, like that is, that's not just a word. Strictly classical music. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least I got it. I was gonna pick bench, and then we were coming down to it, and I was like, I'm gonna pick shape. But I never got that. You would have got bench the same way you got shape. I mean, by the hairs on my chinny chin chin, you gave me the down the word. (laughs) And I was gonna do round. I have round written here, but my now that's too easy because it was a word. Was it round? A couple days ago, last week. Hmm. Your turn. Jesus. Oh, you know, let me make my. Let me set me up. That was the ghetto. It look hard. I'm kind of nervous now. That was the ghetto. Let me find like some more space. Nah, uh, uh, uh. Time's counting down. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Dang, you got me. I'm eating. I'm eating some carbs after this. Okay. I'm just wow. At least I got it because oh God. Hey, look at you. Nah. Your enemies will really plot against you, y'all. Like shape. I'm like it is the shape of a phrase. I have you out like, so I'm much. I'm telling you, like it is, but it's just like I would not have thought of that. If you hadn't gave me that P, if you had not given that, given me that P. To be honest, I didn't give you the P. You gave yourself that P. I guess I just didn't remember. No, I. Let me go back and look at my notes because I was writing it down to make sure I told you the right thing after I messed up that. No, you thing. gave, but I have forgotten because I couldn't. <clears throat> I didn't remember. But anyway, let me know when you're ready. That sounds like you got some in your voice. Okay, I'm ready. Because also this we're almost at an hour. It's ridiculous. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Um 
I'm trying to pick a word that got two vowels in it so I can just knock them out. Oh yeah, cause and yeah, you got an advantage because you you started with regular words. I didn't start doing regular words, so guess three. Okay, I'm gonna go with the no. Is that that's not smart though? But it's classical music, so I know. Okay, let's do waltz. Waltz. I just do away two of them. Words. Okay, so your A is in the right spot. And your T is that T is in the word, but not in the right spot. be some weird abstract german jo- oh no we said it had to be in english okay no we didn't yes we did no we didn't katie because remember we said the lady no we remember we said i said does it have to be in english but i'm like also there, there's so many words in classical music like remember i said adagio as an example because it has six letters and it wouldn't give it away like if i put adagio like that's a very classical music word but it's not it's not in english but it's like it's not obscure okay is this word in english i don't know it's something we we use it a lot. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think it's. It might be. Oh my god! I can't tell you that. <laughs> Girl, I helped you so much. Okay, but that was towards the end. I can help you towards the end. I'm gonna Google it. But I'm, Okay, my next guess is tacit. Hmm? My next guess is tacit. I'm annoyed. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Latin. I just looked it up. My dictionary did say Latin, but I wasn't sure, like, was that, like, the root of the word? But, yeah, it's tacit. Okay, I feel like we should play again next week, and I'll pick, like, an actual, like, actual word like 10 toes down this only exists in classical music i really sad to hear brain oozing out of my ears you know what and i actually wow i'm gonna cry myself to sleep tonight because <laughs> okay because it's not just this it's the fact that i just remembered plink plank plunk earlier today if y'all okay don't know, i would like to move on i was playing i was pl- playing with katie's oh children her children and her little baby youth orchestra okay. she they didn't have a base she didn't have a bass player and i They're was playing with them oh they were high schooling it was mixed okay upper, upper middle and school anyway and but school. regardless i was getting a degree in double bass performance at the eastman school of music and they were playing plank plank plunk and i came in loud and wrong at the concert through and all of those babies they still they still was on whatever despite my throwing them off despite me coming in wrong on I and I reiterate plink plank plunk is this this is the piece that I couldn't play, and between remembering that and this yeah I'm really nothing okay. like I can't <laughs> Delaney this is past traumatic first of all secondly yeah. 
secondly, you're comparing. First of all, Plink Plank Plunk is actually difficult to read. You said you said that, but all them babies it's did difficult. it. It's difficult to read because it's into it moves fast. It's weird. And you read it in a rehearsal when we played through it once, and then you played it on stage. I would have made I would have made a mistake too. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is that you're looking at children who rehearsed this piece for weeks, months, even. You're comparing that. Like, come on. Get All I know is I was supposed to have a, a diploma from the Eastern School of Music. So that's fine. You got it. Um, and we'll they probably gonna take it back after this. Okay, so we'll play again next week. I'll do a word that's ten toes down in classical music. Actually, yeah. thank you so much for listening to Classical Black Podcast. Okay, this is dramatic. It's I'm very dramatic. embarrassed. Embarrassed for what? Girl? Not two guesses. Wow. Girl, today I didn't even get the word right on Wordle. I got words for brains. I Lenny, I did not get the word right for word to say. Wow. I feel like you're having an existential crisis over something that is so ridiculous. Like, it's giving airhead. That's what it's giving. That's what it's giving? Yep. Let's just finish the episode because now I'm like, I gotta go to bed. I'm sad. Delaney, this is not even real and the world was hard i'm not sad that I lo- like i'm just sad that i embarrassed myself and it's that like i told way. you if this had happened by yourself it wouldn't be that bad you it's don't, that you don't know what yourself ain't nobody think about point 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 girl that piece is hard well the reality is i thought about it today and these two things on top of each other Two things I thought I could do Words and music Down a shitter I can tell that There's nothing I can say to To help this so um, I think you're being overly dramatic Coming from someone who is dramatic It's all Girl, we will literally play this next week and I get no I get no word and you it's get time. one guess. Pardon? I don't really think it's drama, but it's not the word I would I would use to describe. But delusion also word. Delusion, Katie. This literally happened right before our eyes. <laughs> it did not I happen spent, the way you are not re- recalling it the way it actually happened. What plink plank plunk? I didn't come in wrong. And I also we all just heard me uh uh because it's hard d- 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 between nah like it is hard i will give you that but okay nah. so what's the problem how you, how you come up with tacit on the second guess because i knew that t was there so i was like what what word would be I t different. i can't remember the last time i thought about the word tacit i got that from i have an a to z music dictionary on my shelf that's where i got tacit from because like of course i know the word but that's not really what would come to mind i feel like i would not be thinking about no tacit so I was like, what? I'm like, it can't be timbre. What else is there? And I mean, like, okay, it could have been. I don't know. So my brain went first. And I was like, I wonder if she'd use a double letter on me. I thought something double would do. So I tried it. You know what? Let's extend the word. Next week, I'm doing Deshaun and Dre. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Alsa Sprock Zara Thustra. However, you say that. Yeah, we doing the word of German. No, I'm just playing. Okay. 
I was like, they should do a Wordle in France, and I was like, I know they have one. I think they they do. Yeah, but that would be such a waste of time for me because I don't even think how many words do I know in French at best a thousand, and I think that's, that's even, a lot. That might be even a reach. My French is on the back burner this year because I need, I must get my life together. So no more two lessons a week. No, sounds like that's what I need. So I want to move on. So let's do that. Um, and I the the world is listening to you be absolutely ridiculous. So it's not oh, ridiculous. Dear. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Bad. I'm gonna study that dictionary. I'm gonna be right. I'm gonna get. Study. I'm studying that dictionary and I'm writing standards tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My girl, it's. Wordle, you, you okay? Also, the reason why this is past ridiculous is you play Wordle every day, and you know that some days you get it on the second try, some days you get it on third, fourth, fifth. Like it just I've never gotten on Wordle day. on the second try. I've only gotten three and above. I can't remember if I gotten on the second try before. Definitely threes, threes and fours where I be at. That's why today was such a uh, a humbling experience. Humbling, soul crushing, whatever. But yeah, I'm ready the, to move on. Literally a couple hours before this, I got zero out of six. Mm-hmm. The Lord knew well, I needed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready to move on because I want this episode to be over. Okay, so last week I got a notification on my phone along with the rest of the country that Tennessee um, banned the um, the graphic uh, novel Mouse, um, which is a children's book um, that tells a story of um, that tells the story of the Holocaust, depicting Jews as mice and the Nazis as cats. Um, and they voted, um, against it, uh, that's being a Tennessee school district. Where's this school district even at? Let me see. Um, where is this? McMinn County? I gotta look that up. Anyway, the school board, um, voted against it because it's not good for it. Quote, it's not good for their children, even if they think it is. And, um, I... I thought this was very, very strange because one, I don't know, it's because like, oh, I think it's in Knoxville. Um, I'm not sure. Not the county. The, I think Knoxville is in the county. <laughs> Either way, um, I thought that was really strange because I feel like when I was in middle grammar, high school, because like there's such a huge Jewish population, um, in Evanston, Illinois, because we are next to Skokie, which was which in Skokie, Illinois, has one of the highest Jewish populations outside of Israel. Um, so we learned a lot. We were we learned like f- about the Holocaust for real. Like there was no cutting corners. There was no oh a, a tiny unit. Like it, it, we mm-hmm. always lived there. We have a Holocaust museum that I went to on a field trip um, at least twice. Um, to the point that I haven't been to the new Holocaust museum. They expanded it. It's way bigger now. But I I went to the, the OG one that was like um, a small one that you just walk through with like just text and pictures. So like we learned about it for 
for real. Um, and this had me thinking about there's a lot of conversations going on um, in the ether about like erasure of history and stuff like that. So we wanted to talk about that today um, and talk about what this will look like for classical music and if we've seen this in classical music before. So um, speaking of book bands, did your did you have um, books banned for you in high school? I'm tested for the rest of this conversation. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I knew you were saving that one up. I knew you because were I thought of it. it I thought of it as soon as you started talking. I was like, I'm not going to interrupt, so I'm just waiting until. So I'm 433 over here. No, I'm just playing. Okay. Anyway, um, well, I grew up in California. Well, I grew up in Los Angeles because not all of California is liberal. I feel like they, it's actually some very, very racist parts in Northern California. <laughs> very bad um and but i grew up in los angeles so there were no books to my knowledge that were banned for us although we did learn about banned books when we read them like we learned like when we read to kill a mockingbird we read we learned that it had been banned in a lot of places and we learned why when we read uh catcher in the rye um i should read a couple of banned books the ones that i remember that I know for a fact have been banned multiple times. To Kill a Mockingbird, we read. We read Catch on the Rye. We read. Well, sorry, they read Lord of the Flies. I read the synopsis Lord of Lord of the Flies, Flies and. Hmm. Lord of the Flies was banned for mm-hmm. what? I don't know because I, I, first of all, I refused to read it. Yeah, but then they started killing each other and like did yeah, they they, they, they like ripped large. each other apart. And I had no and once I read that, I was like, There's no way in hell I'm reading this book. I would never read Lord of the Flies. I was like, that just made me kinda sick to like just uh, you know, I just don't like stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. so I just didn't want to read it. Those are three off the top of my head that were for sure banned. Um that I could find um but like so many books have been banned in so many different places and so many different ways that it was you know it was hard to find you know every type of whatever um that that we've read in high school but yeah that was sort of the the attitude towards it like when we read books that had been banned we learned like oh this book got banned and we learned a little bit about why and then we read it so yeah I think I had a similar experience like Evanston is very liberal and of course we're like next to Chicago we would we would um my one of my teachers I don't remember which one because this was literally 10 years ago but not even dang I'm old 14 years ago had um had a list of banned books like stapled on his wall yeah I'm pretty sure it was Mr. Shank had a list of banned uh banned books stapled on his wall but there were uh, the English teachers the older English teachers at my high school were really like they when I think when I think back on them now like through after I have taught public school I understand like why they act the way they acted the way that they act and still do like because I, I remember tweeting a couple weeks ago that it's very difficult to love children and teach I personally think so teach public let me be clear teach public school because to if you really love children and you want the best for them and you want them to become really great humans and to have a good childhood it's hard to see them endure american public school system i'm like that's just that's just me as someone who has been in it and just seeing how they children have no autonomy they have no say they're disrespected 
Um, and a lot of them endure trauma from teachers who are underpaid and and also a lot of them who are very stupid. So um I now I understand a lot why Mr. Shank, Miss o, Miss uh Ogura, um, Miss Oberman, I understand why they act Ms. the way they act. Hmm? Did you say Miss Old Girl? Miss Old Girl? Miss, no, her name is Miss Old Girl. She was Japanese. Um, um, I just said Miss Old Girl. <laughs> What's like? Okay. No, nah, and they actually was dumb. Dumb three that I said they used to get punished, but like in ways, little covert ways, right? So like, Mister Shank and Miss Old Girl were always oh Ogura with an A at the oh okay yeah. Don't you say Ogre like Shrek? I was like okay, so. Oh, girl, I'm just like hard to say it, but they were always team teaching. They team ta- they team taught for years, and I feel like I was one of the last classes where they team taught because they started to get like too radical in the in the faculty meeting. So let's put them up. But the reason like it was humanities and English, so we, like that we would do like combine. It was so dope. We used to do like combined projects, and like we would do maybe some days we would have instead of having we would have like eighty minutes of one class, and then they would switch back and forth. The way that they just interwove everything. It just like you really felt like dang I'm really learning something in this class you know like so let's put them up they're like actually wow. Mr. Shank is gonna go teach sophomore English when did Mr. Shank ever teach sophomore English he will always teach seniors AP lit and then uh freshmen and that was it go teach this other thing Miss Overman Miss Overman would always speak up basically about like it was I heard T that it was like like racist practices and stuff like that they would speak up about it Miss Overman had this big beautiful room because she was there forever had this big beautiful room she had it all decorated and stuff like that they moved her to the annex like the annex part of the building in this small little room they they used to punish them for speaking out like low-key shout out to eths um um so i don't but we would read whatever mr shank was like yeah the government like (laughs) he was one of them teachers that you would see like on a sitcom like yeah the government so i'm looking at this this band books with list and one of my favorite books is actually on here um the pranks of being a wallflower that's like one of my favorite i got it right over there that's like one of my favorite books maybe that says something about me i don't know but it is just i mean if you know that book you might be like what's your favorite book it's just like he's just weird i mean they i mean the topics that i'm like i'm reading about it i can see why um there's a trick like the triggers um on here i can see uh, mainly it glorifies alcohol use and drugs but have you met high schoolers they tried to ban sorry i'm looking at some more just i want to double check if there's any more well who just trying to ban captain underpants <laughs> um that's so weird first grade that's first grade literature All and i've also read we read um the great gatsby ban for what oh girl Gatsby and do nothing but have parties and be weird Maybe I don't remember. Maybe the descriptions around the parties were to this or that. I don't also, know. the ending low key is kind of. I don't even remember how it ended so long ago. I barely read the Great Gatsby. I got the most understanding of the plot after the remake of the movie came out. Some of these books are just like they need to be banned for being boring. What's that? What's that? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. What's that book? What's that book where old dude, the the man, old man in the sea? Is that one where eighty percent of the book is just this dude sitting in a boat in the middle of the sea with a fish? Oh, I wish I was. I wish I was over exaggerating. If you know what I'm talking about, let me know. It's I think it's the old man in the sea. 
that book that sound familiar but i read very few of the books i was assigned in high school girl so. especially once i figured out that like no matter how hard i try to make it a b i definitely so girl, high I school good. i always got good grades on my head like you do not you do need to i think like the word people slip up with not reading the book is that they think they don't need to do any effort it's like no you do have to like i was referencing pages in the book but you read the synopsis see what happened you know the little breakdown and then you go to that page instead of reading the book all the way through like you got you got to do something it's in the middle it's not just you never read the book and you just make it up like <laughs> my problem was i was a b student in ap classes so like I, I didn't care enough the classes were too hard i was just there for the credit i was just there for the credit like when i found out i must put his business out there because he would never listen to this my friend my closest friend you shane when i found out he had an a in ap us i'm like how you do that he be up reading the stuff for real i'm like girl i am not reading i'm like mr Carter gave us 50 pages of reading are you are you mad 50 oh we're not doing that i'm so sorry i was amazed i was like why are you smart that's why he went to law school now he's a lawyer i mean you you used to get straight a's getting five on the ap test girl i'm here because you don't take the i was like i'm here because if you don't take the ap test you're gonna get get the ap credit in in evanston that's the only reason why i showed up this test because why else would i show my face at the ap us exam what what why else would i show my face here i have no business here unless the whole thing's on black history i leaned in at that part the little the little three weeks we got but it's like i'm not wanted here at this test ap psych the easiest of the ap test i wasn't <laughs> wanted there either i miss ap psych so much one time i walked in mr allen was like who are you again in front of the whole class okay i was i'm i didn't become a good student until all my classes were music related um, not they tried to ban Twilight for what? Ain't nothing in Twilight sexually explicit. They didn't do nothing, especially because Stephanie Myers approved. So that's that's not even true. Um, I just feel like people who make these they don't you don't know high schoolers. You don't know high schoolers. Cause girl, they already whatever you worry high about them doing, they doing wild. They doing, doing way worse than you. <laughs> they, they high. They drunk. <laughs> they exploring with other people like like there are people yeah. having orgies in high school and i was girl when i found out <laughs> yes yeah, some, some of these kids are actually insane like, like actually actually like you just don't you just have to you just have to trust high school that they you just have to just value them for the people they are and let them do what they want to do because you ban all this stuff they see way worse on social media they see way yeah, especially worse now, yeah especially now it's just like girl let them read the book like i'm telling you these high schoolers are having orgies after school they they doing drugs they living life they're just they're just living their lives they're trying to figure this whole thing out this they trying to figure life out so you banning books for what they see they see worse on tiktok they see worse anywhere they have everything at their fingertips so there's literally no point in banning books and banning anything um another one I, i i read and that i just realized was a wrinkle in time and um and uh black boy i didn't read in school but i read as an adult which was banned for themes of communism and um other things apparently what (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) it'd probably be this probably more likely to be the opposite Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's probably more li- more likely to be the opposite. 
What are we doing? <laughs> oh yeah. They made the plot on our stars. I feel like people just be like, I feel like this yeah. I feel like if they wanna if they wanna figure out what books are banned, they should they should talk to English teachers. Which most English teachers will tell you none of them. But you could just tell a lot like a lot of things. You could just tell the bluest eye. Yeah. I didn't I'm not gonna say that right here. Never mind. And um they also another one that I read, which actually ended up being one of the books that I've read that I've hated the most ever in my life, is um of Mice and Men. So Oh, we didn't have to read that. Huh? We didn't have to read that. Oh, yeah. Y'all could have kept that one banned, to be honest. So <laughs> no i just really did not like that book and you know it's crazy like y'all talk about like y'all banning for like violence da, 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 da. but like the, the reason like y'all love some white supremacy because you don't ban shakespeare Are you can Macbeth. not me not Macbeth. otello Mm-mm. when i do kill his wife at the end because he thought she was cheating on him like otello is tea um like when you want to see someone down bad you gotta write read otello it's good but it's just like you could ban that like old dude thought his girl was cheating on him then got set up and it was stupid like you really believed old dude then you killed your wife you're not banning that come on domestic violence murder like ban that but are you mm-hmm. not because it's shakespeare right like come on and i'm not saying to ban it otello eats also romeo and juliet Come on, yeah. The way she dies, that's that's damaging. So it's just mm-hmm. like y'all just be talking. But anyway, we should get to the point. <laughs> this is not literally black. Um. Okay, so we want to talk about like how like how we've seen this in classical music and like, um. You know how this how this can be damaging in the future i think particularly like when it comes to just black people in general and and watching us like in real time being erased um from history because the fact that you want to cover up the holocaust is really like with the in regards to like the mouse book that it's like there's it's like kids need to learn about that because that stuff will just repeat itself literally everything we go through is just like a replication of something that happened in the past and it's just like they should know about the holocaust it was a huge huge event that uh, affected millions of people and I can't, I can't believe that he got away with it it's like you should know about you should know about that yeah um yeah banning books is like it's it's just a very scary concept mm-hmm. um but when we were conceptualizing this episode I kind of looked up I looked up whether or not we had seen just outright bands of classical music before um or I mean yeah I, I kind of kept it close to classical music because um, there have also been attempts to ban uh, rap music in you know a lot of ways and that's not I'm sure that's not surprising to anyone um but yeah I think one that's most closely related to um to the banding of mouse is that of course the music of a lot of jewish composers was banned during the holocaust um and during hitler's reign um as well as basically anything that like wasn't written by you know a 
white person um or anybody that was not aligned with who was in power um at that time similarly i found two sources that outright referenced a ban on shostakovich's music um during his little tiff with stalin um but i also don't know like i couldn't like completely confirm that i think it's it's pretty widely documented that there was um tension there and that there was a rift and that he faced intimidation and stuff like that but in terms of an outright y'all can't play his music i don't know i couldn't confirm whether or not that had happened mm-hmm. but um he was definitely intimidated and definitely it, it definitely influenced the things that he wrote so it was like I think it was more of like an unspoken like you can't write like that no more and it was mostly um and I did read that there was a ban on jazz music in Russia at the time um and it was basically about the influences that were being used in the um in the music there being too many uh western idioms and basically anything that didn't that didn't align with um like the the national identity of Russia um and stuff like that so I feel like that's kind of a pattern of what we see when it comes to just like banning books or banning um pretty much anything like banning cultural exports like books and music and things like that is usually has to do with um it not aligning with a certain ideological framework I read and I think I bookmarked it so hopefully I'll remember to put it I'm gonna make a note to myself to put in the description um I read a thread from someone who studies banned like the banning of books Hmm. and um she kind of broke it down because a lot of people there was a guy who he kind of went uh viral on Twitter because he came out and said well I read the case that the people who wanted to ban mouse I read the case that they made and they didn't use any anti-Semitism in their um, in their defense like of this banning they didn't say like and I feel like that's a pattern of what we see like in classical music this kind of like overt way of doing it where it's like he didn't say I hate Jewish people and I don't want anybody to know about the Holocaust like the people didn't say that in the um in the like court documents but the way they have found a way to set to frame an argument in a way that's like oh well it's not it's not that it's the violence or it's the this or whatever like they Mm -hmm. find other things like they're rarely going to say oh we hate black people or oh we hate jewish people and so that's why we want to ban this book like that's never going to be the defense for a lot of especially when they're going to an official you know court of law to do to to do the banning of a book um and i feel like that that sort of like covert way of approaching approaching like erasing history is what we see in classical music because at this point in time we don't have outright bans on classical music on black composers on on composers of color or whatever but this erasure of history happens in a subtle way that essentially has the same effects of of a ban when you when you phase people out of history and to the degree of which we've seen in classical music it has the same effects that a band would have because Mm -hmm. eventually you get to the point where people do not know who these people are they don't know that they ever existed um and they don't know about their lineage in the art form um or the history that they were trying to tell through their through their art and i feel like a lot of people 
don't see it that way because it is not so um I don't want to say severe but it's not so like um so like out and loud and proud about it Mm -hmm. as to say we're banning this there's a way that it's been done that has been able to fly under the radar um and it's kind of like like a silent killer you know Mm -hmm. like in in that way i feel like that's kind of the parallel that i've seen in in classical music and i didn't even remember that i had read that thread we were planning the episode but now that i think about it like that is a a really significant parallel is that the the methodology of of banning books the the kind of like way that they tiptoe around certain words and they like kind of weave an argument to like mask all this stuff is very much um very much akin to what we see in classical music with the oh well it just wasn't good enough for people to play or if it was really that good then it would have made it through or like all of this this stuff that that happens to um a lot of black composers or composers that don't um that don't use they don't sound like Mozart they don't sound like Beethoven they may use things from their own culture in their music and now that's giving people an excuse to sort of phase it out of the concert hall and I feel like when you were speaking, it made me think of like Florence Price, for example. Like I know there was a resurgence of her work. I think was it twenty? Was it like? <laughs> was it like uh twenty twelve or like twenty fourteen? I can't remember the exact year. But it's also like Florence Price made her debut like with her symphony with the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, like one of the leading classical institutions certainly of its day and certainly today so it's like that she just disappears from from this time like even if like whatever happened i have to go back and look i'm not a tt flow scholar that's a, that's a question for dr samantha j but even before we her music quote unquote re, was rediscovered resurfaced whatever it's like nobody kept tabs on her i feel like that's that kind of racial like okay look we got her like you played your little piece now go back to where you was at like we played it like here take it okay good same thing with um William Grant still and it's like well people obviously like know about William Grant still like I was was certainly um new to him when I learned about him you know when I was coming into this space of like censoring black people in classical music I was like oh yeah like all these people that we just don't know about and also um thinking about people like Julius Eastman for example I mean you know some of the titles of his pieces I could see why you know um but it's still like we just don't hear about him at all you Mm -hmm. know so it had me thinking about that like we see so much erasure and it's like I feel like now that people think that's something they have to do um it's coming to the forefront but I'm I'm wondering like are we going to turn the corner again where it's like all right like anyway so about that Mozart right a genius Mm -hmm. I feel like there is like people people don't want to have like a conversation about banning when it comes to somebody that they feel like is just a genius or true artiste or like oh or whatever like i feel like we, we're kind of seeing two sides of this right now i didn't even want to bring this up but like the whole joe rogan thing i've muted his name on twitter because at this point i just i don't want to hear about it anymore but like um about people calling for his podcast to come down because of covid19 misinformation and people also conflating that with a book about the holocaust 
something that is like literal history that the people live through it in their life today like um i feel like people are kind of like conflating those two things and because if it was us coming up talking about we wanted to put a ban on wagner then all of a sudden it's well hold on and um what about this and 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 what about what's that long the ring cycle that longer ain't nobody even listen to that in no way so um but yeah i just feel like there's um in the conversation around like i mean i know we did a we did an episode about cancel culture before it was an absolute pain in the ass to talk about because so many people i feel like have have made it they say cancel when it's really just disagreeing yeah. and it's like <laughs> it's very annoying um but when it comes to like like what should be banned what and, and why like there's just a lot there's just a lack of critical thinking like when we're talking about things that are actually bringing harm versus things that are bringing information there are wagner is one of the most frustrating composers to talk about because when you mention wagner to a diehard diehard classical musician they act like they have never break breathed a breath without him like they they don't know a world without wagner and what to do about it like i've never seen so many people justify a man that was so absolutely incredibly vile like i remember even having a conversation and they were comparing wagner to um actually let me not say that because i'm not gonna because of who i was having this conversation with but it's like you like you say you talk about wagner and then you mention someone another composer who was not even close to the same thing like they might have been like weird or they might have been like mean like okay beethoven was walking around yelling at people beethoven also didn't hate black people or jewish people like i feel like we the world will go on and be a, actually be a better place without wagner like i know like y'all love y'all wagner there's a wagner festival dr Bach was telling us about a couple of years ago um it probably still goes on where they just play the entire ring cycle like for like whatever however long it takes like for a week or whatever and it's just like people are like, obsessed with him like oh he's a genius and i'm like yeah the doll baby can write but it's just like at what at what cost you know what i'm saying it's just like when it comes to actually like what you said when it comes to actually canceling people like y'all need to stop playing wagner like y'all really do it'd be it'd be jewish people that love that be upset dr block is jewish it'd be obsessed with wagner i'm like it's it's not that good it's just loud brooklyn is also loud get into it you know what i'm saying strauss get into it like i feel like wagner should just absolutely not be played i feel like he he wrote manifestos manifestos about <laughs> about how much like we first of all about how like this should this weird stuff about like how the opera is like the true greatest form and we don't need nothing else because it combines everything and we don't need jewish people and down with mendelssohn mendelssohn was minding his business writing scherzos it's just like weird it's weird behavior and it's just like it's not even like oh well those are the times i'm like okay that people people love those with the times love those with girl these are the times (laughs) (laughs) y'all be saying those those are the times for shit that that happens still today like what (laughs) it's just very i don't understand like i feel like the girls gonna have to find something else like once you take wagner out of the operas how many operas did wagner even write like y'all really act like the whole opera industry gonna be on oxygen tank if you stop programming wagner 
Girl, I don't know what you're gonna do. You better write. What's that opera that Beyonce was in? Carmisha. Uh, Carmen. Carmen yeah. Hip Hopper. Carmen Hip Hopper. Put that up. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I feel like Wagner, how many operas did he write? Nine, ten? Like, you act like he wrote 78. Like, the world will be better off. And then you start doing that with all composers and all people who are just problematic and just like, you know, like like the thing I, I hate it so much about classical music is that y'all act like every single, every single aspect of it is non fungible. Girl, there are people writing stuff every day. Like I'm on your NFT tip, hey. Listen, <laughs> uh, shout out to the <laughs> NFTs. I've been trying to get my friends into crypto, and they be looking at me like I have a podcast. Well, hold up, <laughs> they be looking at me like, um, like. I'm a, like one of them hotels. I'm like, black people need to get into crypto because this is a way we can enter, and it's and very important. And they'll be like, yeah, 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 girl, yeah. I just read a New York Times article about that, but it was a two part. I was gonna send it to you, but I just got the second part today, so I was gonna send it to you both at once. Yeah, I think it's important. Like at first, I was like, girl, the me, the reason why I support cryptocurrency, and I'm not even like on it. I don't be on there every day. Like I literally have an app. <laughs> I remembered about it today haven't thought about it in a while i mean mainly because my power was out but i might be checking like once or twice a week because it's like stocks you really shouldn't check it every day if you don't want your feelings hurt um but um it's a great way for for black people to develop wealth if that's what you care about and i think it's important and girl i just gotta click around like i mean it's difficult for people to put especially when money is not Wonderful to put their money into something that they don't understand. I feel like yeah. that's what I've heard from a lot of people is their what I did is like I'm gonna put a little money in here so that I can hold space in my brain to learn more about it. So it's not so much money that it's like you yeah. know like I feel uncomfortable, but it's enough to hold me to be like because I'm gonna even I know I'm gonna come back to it because I I have money in it, you know. But like oh, you did as long it. as I don't. Yeah, as long as I don't have any, as long as I don't have any money, like I can always oh keep putting it off, keep putting it off. But mm-hmm. now that I have money tied to it, then I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna have to put aside some time, sit down, read with my finger. Mm-hmm. What, um, what am I doing? You know. <laughs> and to be honest, like Estefan told me about it, and I was like, he was telling me about some um people that told him about it. And I was like, I'm just, he's like, you should redo your research. But I'm like, okay, yeah, I did what you did. I'm gonna put a little bit in there. And then I started to do some research and I got overwhelmed. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna trust the process. Because what really did it for me is two reasons. The first thing is that, so I listened to this show called The Friend Zone. I absolutely love The Friend Zone. And I will never forget in 2017 or 2018, they did an episode on crypto. And they were talking about this new thing, this new like, digital currency and da 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 and I'm over here looking at my phone like what are y'all talking about like anybody doing this anybody like I was just like Fran Dustin Asante like, this sounds fraudulent as heck like y'all are stupid like what you doing this thing for and then now with NFTs they did an episode a couple weeks back and they had this this girl on there that does I think musicians should look at NFTs because I'm I can only do one thing at a time but it's on my list for this year um and they, they were talking about like yup in 2017 we did that episode on crypto and that's when we first looked at it i remember listening to dustin dustin is the, the, kind of the comedian on the show and he's like girl anybody doing no crypto i ain't doing no fake money no da 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 and they put money into it and now they are reaping the benefits of it and obviously these 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 freaking podcasters 
don't talk about money they they have like cooth but every once in a while they let something slip like chris will be letting stuff slip all the time mm-hmm. fran a couple weeks ago and it's not just from crypto hey fran hey has been around she's like one of the og youtubers so like she'd been here but fran had to freaking uh cash app or venmo asante some money and accidentally sent him a million dollars what you, girl! I, mean, I don't even can you even send that much money over cash app i don't know what what platform it was on i don't remember like what it was because when i was thinking about it but also i'm trying to figure out did, does the minimum does it reflect how much you actually have that's what i'm wondering because when she said i'm like i'm pretty sure on zelle for me you can only send thirty five thousand. And that's the cap for the day, but I'm also like I'm also not a millionaire like Fran, so I don't know. Um, it was either Girl, a my was ego a, has taken so many. <laughs> it was it's taking a, a freaking beating. It was either a million or a hundred thousand, but I'm pretty sure it was a million. Yeah. But, but both numbers like, I don't got. So like, Asante texted her. She's like, "Oh, girl, did you mean to do that?" She's like, "Oh yeah, my bad." <laughs> like you uh-huh. imagine either either one a hundred thousand or a million. I'm pretty sure it's a million. I got to go back and find the timestamp. But she would be texting me and be getting error four hundred four. Right, that would not be delivered. You go get green bubble. I have skipped town. <laughs> I have skipped town. Girl, I am on my way to Cabo. When I tell you my location has dropped off the map, green bubbles. <laughs> Ain't nothing left. Finders, <laughs> and I cannot stress this enough. Keepers, <laughs> girl. <laughs> Get girl, your money up. I can't care about it more than you. <laughs> I can't care about your wallet more than you. Girl, if you actually send me a hundred thousand dollars, our friendship might be on the rocks because <laughs> like, it was some ridiculous amount of money. It was either one of those two. I'm pretty sure it was a million, but either way these they, they be racking it in anyway there was a there was a, a a time like maybe two or three weeks ago that the crypto was down and so i texted nikki and shane and i was like hey y'all one of the ones that i have that i own is solana i was like hey y'all solana is down it was like 80 dollars for one i'm like you should this is a perfect time to buy when it's down so it go back up Nikki was like, mm, I don't even know how to do that. I told her, then no more answer, right? Because I know Nikki's not interested. I'm like, I'm going to keep telling you, just make sure you're not left behind. You Shane, logical. He's like, I need to know more about this. Da, da, da. I'm like, you have the internet at your fingertips. I'm like, do what makes you comfortable. But I remember that day I bought one because I was like, I know this is going to go up. And it went up because it always goes up. It goes down, it goes up. It goes down, it goes up. Listen, all I'm saying, look into it. People every juncture, every turn of history, people are skeptical. When I started when I introduced the paper money, people were skeptical about that. When they introduced credit cards, people were skeptical about that. They should have been. Actually, (laughs) that's one that they should have (laughs) been. Credit cards are truly, truly a scam. Or even debit cards, like that. That idea. Credit in general is a scam. Yeah, having having a piece of plastic represent how much money you have, like that. People were skeptical about stocks. Like at every turn, like just be ahead of the curve. Like just be ahead. But I don't know how we got here. But oh, people think that like classical music is like non fungible in every aspect. I'm like, there's always people writing. <laughs> I'm mad that that's really where we came from. <laughs> I feel wow. like people got, people got like maybe kudos to you movies. for remembering that. 
kudos for people to keep listening to this show because what would it even be about um but yeah i feel like we, you just don't you don't pay attention to the people who are writing y'all are unoriginal and uncreative and i don't know what to tell you <laughs> except Great. for that y'all are unoriginal and uncreative you should be ashamed of yourself Period. Moving on. Yep. All right, y'all. Time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? <laughs> Period. Today, I am talking about one Kebra Seyun Charles, who you may <laughs> have <laughs> heard. Um, won first place in the Let senior division. Okay. Won first place in the senior division of the Sphinx competition this year. Um, period. I was very, very happy to learn that. So, Kebra is a double bass player from Miami, Florida. Uh, he received his bachelor's of music um, from the New England Conservatory and is currently pursuing his master's degree at the Juilliard School under the tutelage of none other than joseph conyers who you know we stand over here which being a master learner from the master wow side note i was like y'all really wasted time setting up all those cameras all those mics literally the moment he put on his paper that he worked that he studied with joe that really should have been the moment that you guys crowned him the winner of the competition wasted all of them cameras camera battery practice time for everybody else okay Congratulations to everybody else. But listen, that's what happened <laughs> with her with her edges. I said yes, ma'am. Dress was giving. But it's like, I mean, I mean, she played Joe, well too well. Hold like, on. <laughs> but I mean, like the moment you wrote on the paper, yeah, I said it with Joe. It really should have just been okay. Everybody pack it up. Like it's because yeah, what else is there to it's say? Giving. It's, it's like giving dusty y'all. Like I guess y'all gotta give everybody a chance. You know they played it. You know, but like. I feel like we knew what was going to go down. Also, like, I just can't, listen. The way Joe gathered me in that one little lesson he gave me, <laughs> I was like, well, imagine, imagine like doing this every week. Oh boy, last year was only in the semifinals, and he went straight. He went straight. And I think that was place. what? What was that like right before? Because was this his like? Was that? Was he standing with Joe at that time, or was that right before he was about to start? Probably not. Joe should sell some miracle water. Like <laughs> that's what I would do. That's what it's giving. Like. Write that down. Um, <laughs> I would I would do that. You better capitalize on that. Just be like, yup, sell miracle water. He um, this is not right. about Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, I have to mention it, but I'm like, I know who we are. We finna get into it. A black excellence tangent but um <laughs> anyway um he also pepper not not joe <laughs> um he is a, a recipient of the prestigious jerome l green fellowship uh, he grew up the son of an african drummer and a dancer so he was exposed to music at a very early age um including jazz gospel and traditional african music which led him to express interest in other forms of music so he studies classical music now but draws influence and inspiration from contrasting genres and musicians um he 
is an extremely versatile musician if you follow him on instagram and stuff and you know we'll link all of that in the um description he has had the opportunity to um improvise with uh composer tyshawn sorry which i mean you already know how we feel about improvisation over here that's a talent like (laughs) i tried a couple weeks ago i was like um he's also uh, performed at an installation at the Institute of Contemporary Art in Boston created by the famed jazz musician and composer Jason Moran. Um, he's a two-time winner of the Boston Philharmonic Youth Orchestra's Concerto Competition, the winner of the NAACP's AXO Concerto Competition, and has been featured by Performance Today, Young Arts, and From the Top. Um, in addition to his solo career, um, he's also played with many different ensembles, including the Boston Philharmonic Orchestra, the Cape Cod Symphony, um, and he was, um, from 2016 to 2020, was the principal of the Boston Philharmonic Youth Orchestra, um, double bass section, um, He's performed in Boston Symphony Hall, Harvard's Sanders Theater, Vienna's Mozartium, and Berlin's Concert House, um, and also Amsterdam's Concertabelle. And he is also um, a two-time fellow of the Tanglewood Music Center Orchestra. So shout out to him for being popping and snatching everybody's edges. And yeah. All right, um, my piece this week is African Sweet for Strings by Fela Sawande. Um, it's lit, I love it. You can really, you should read about it. Um, but yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece, this piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or intermission yep classical black podcast at gmail.com or at classical black podcast um if you're black join isbm we have some events coming we got one coming up this friday listening party um check it out at is black musicians isblackmusicians.com and we will see y'all next week yeah we'll see if my brain makes it so goodbye bye y'all